Hello, I'm Harry Stakini, and you are listening to the Staff Room Podcast, the show where each week I share anonymous stories from teachers who are overworked, underpaid, and close to a mental breakdown. So think of it as teacher therapy, as they remind us of all the troublemakers, class clowns, and the flat-out criminals we all remember from school. So join me and my guests and hear what your teachers really have to say. And we're off. This is it. The first episode of the Staff Room Podcast. I'm absolutely buzzing to finally have something to share with you because months, right, months I've spent putting this together and I've had help from various different people uh, and I've had loads of submissions coming from teachers, which I am over the moon about. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's nice to know that teachers um, are actually quite excited to share some of this shit they've got to deal with because having worked within schools myself for, for a while, um, I just realised I was like, I tell you what, people need to hear about this. So maybe maybe there's a bit of room for me to do a podcast about it. And what and what's been even better is the fact that teachers are like, yeah, I tell you what, what's the email? Because I've got plenty I can share. I need to get off my chest. Um, so I'm dead excited to, as I say, finally have something to share with you. If you are a teacher and you haven't got involved yet, drop me an email at staffroompod at gmail.com uh, and I'll turn it into an episode. Um, today's episode is uh, it's from a teacher who is, uh, is, who's had to deal with uh, quite an uncomfortable situation within a sex ed lesson, which I imagine is quite a common experience for, for teachers uh, each year. But, um, you know, I've heard some sex ed stories from mates and, you know, from the time I've been in school, but the, the episode uh, that I've got for you today, uh, because the story that got sent to me, I, I've not heard anything like this. And I mean, credit to the student on this one, as well as the teacher, but I mean, the balls you know, pardon the pun, on this student for him to, uh, <laughs> for him to, uh, you know, have the confidence to uh, to confront his teacher about something. I mean, kudos to him, uh, but we'll get into that very, very shortly. But before we do, I just want to say, since I released the trailer for the podcast, which actually has a little bit of this episode in it, I had a few people get in touch with me um, and say that they were a little bit shocked and surprised to hear what some of the teachers were saying. Mainly my mum, right? I think she was like, you're doing a podcast about teachers and you've said ejaculate. I don't, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, but the point is, this podcast is about showing a human side to education. So if you have tuned in thinking this is going to be like some sort of parents evening, I would say stop right now because I can promise you it's not going to be that. <laughs> Right, like the teachers that send stuff in, they aren't going to be saying you or using that coded language of we think your kid could improve in this area. If they think you're a knobhead, they're probably going to say it. And you know what I mean? I'm not taking it too seriously. All the teachers that send stuff in, they're not taking it too seriously. And I think we all prefer teachers at school anyway who weren't complete robots. So just bear that in mind with this episode and every single one to come because. It's a very human and honest podcast, and thanks to the teachers that have sent stuff in, they are making it what I want it to be. So, now that is out of the way, my guest for today is Jack Gledo, who is a good mate of mine and someone I've known within comedy for like a fair few years now. But I really got to know Jack when we were both at Edinburgh in 2019 doing our debut shows. And uh, yeah, we just, we had, we had ups, we had downs, we had loads of pints and uh, yeah, we just became good pals. But uh, Jack is someone who I've, I've known within comedy for a fair bit because I remember the first gig we did together was in a pub. It was either in Warrington or Wigan or something like that. But regardless, we, we were performing in front of a dartboard, which 
you know, screams open mic comedy when you're first starting. Um, but since then, uh, Jack has gone on to become like a multi award winning comedian, um, which I tend to forget at times. Um, not because it's like he's, he's not funny, he just doesn't go on about it, which, um, you know, because he's not a knobhead. But um, yeah, he's a multi award winning comedian. He, he's even won the Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year Award, which is quite a prestigious award. It's been won by people like Johnny Vegas, Jason Manford, Sean Walsh. Uh, Josh Whitcomb and like Ramesh Ranganathan so yeah he's um, he's a very funny guy and a good mate of mine um, and we, we had loads of fun pulling apart this so uh, without further ado I suppose let's just get cracking and get into the episode so this is me Jack Leddo and possibly one of the most uncomfortable sex education lessons uh, you've ever heard so enjoy what, what was uh, what were your school days like very different to I was gonna say very different to adult adult life, but that that is kind of the definition of a childhood, isn't it? Um, <laughs> my, well, so primary school I remember being like fine. Um, I remember year but you said six. five then. You know, I was like, you, you probably were. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember. I remember. I I went out with a girl called whose second name was Christmas. That was like. Christmas. Uh, this is, yeah. Th- this is the stage where going out with someone is go out with me. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, cool. And then you never speak to him again. So that kind of that's a lot period. of people's marriages. Uh. And then, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I was hopeless romantic though. I used to. I, I remember in year six, I went in with a rose on Valentine's Day, and I came back with that rose on Valentine's Day. I tried to give it to everyone, every girl in my class. And they none of them accepted it off me. I think mainly because I literally go, "We take the rose," and they go, "No, Jack." And then I go, "Well, you take the rose." And <laughs> tried everyone. Like, That's like, do you know when you see them women that bother you at a table on holiday where they go around trying to sell roses? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just flower for the lady, like yeah. That was yeah. It was exactly Christmas. what it was. And then I did another thing. Like I was, I had a friend at school and. We started the thing where the day before Valentine's Day, we'd just call it like Best Mates Day or Mates Day, and I'd just give her a card every year as like a, a friendship thing. So that became the thing I did instead. Um, but then it, what you'd think, right, when you get to year seven, you're at high school now, Jack, none of this, like, bringing a rose in on Valentine's Day stuff. No, I won't do that. What I'll do is I'll just write love letters to the girls that I fancy. And that's what I did. I wrote, I think probably three girls that I wrote letters to over the first two years of, like, school. I distinctly remember the first one was to a girl named Jess, and I wrote this, like, full-page-long, like, letter. Like an A4. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it, I, it rhymed. It was a rhyming, like, letter, and it rhymed with, all I want for Christmas is Jess and a Nintendo DS. And I think that... Is one of the first like proper punchlines and poems I ever probably wrote, and I got the DS. I'm happily to announce, did not get Jess. What I did get was beaten up by a boyfriend. So like that. Really? Well, when I say beaten up, this was year seven, so this is a punch in the corridor, which right. for me is getting beaten up. Yeah, but was she with was she with this fella at the time you wrote the letter? Yeah, but I didn't know this. Like if oh, I right. if I if I knew she I like I don't think I don't think I knew 
Because if I knew and then go, you know what's going to get air? This love letter that some weirdo's <laughs> written in his bedroom. <laughs> I'll tell you what, a bit of rhyming in this and she's mine. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh, if I put this Nintendo DS gag in, she is going to be pulling those pants down. <laughs> Which is actually, funny enough... Um, the, the the story that I got sent um, by a teacher for this is relating to uh, sexual education. So uh, I don't I don't know if there's any standouts uh, from your school experience, but um, this this is the first time I have ever heard anything like this. Trench coat. That's the standout for my sex education uh, at school. Um, oh. <laughs> I know, trench coat. When you hear trench coat, you traditionally think someone coming up to you in the middle of a field, like yeah, got, pulling it pulling it up and naked. Flash by Mister no, Moore. <laughs> this is what the teacher used. She used like a trench coat to explain what an erection was, and she'd put the trench coat on and like okay, no. pull her arm out of the trench coat to show what an erection was. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> looking back, it wasn't really that clearly what she was like explaining or the way she was explaining it, and like, oh, it's so bizarre. Like, yeah, well, that, that, that's how old's a trench coat, right? Had it been there a while? I know, yeah, like, it, I, I do remember it being, like, an old, like, crusty ten, trench coat that's probably, oh, this, this coat's been teaching kids about knobs for 50 years. <laughs> See, we, yeah, uh, that's, uh, I've, I've never seen a trench coat come out in a, in a sex ed lesson. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, um, this, as I say, this story I got sent was a, was a first. I've, I've, I've not seen anything like this, so... Uh, let's get cracking, right? Hello, the staff room. I have a year seven class, which is known as a nurture group. This essentially means that 100 years ago, these kids would have been labelled as daft and made to hang around with sheep and pigs on a local farm. Now, I feel for this group... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Got to pause there. A nurture group? Uh, yeah. yeah. What's nurture mean? A nurture group. So they're basically saying that, like, it's for kids that are low ability. And like, and low I, educated... I, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I can relate to this because I was, I was bottom set for for everything in school, um, and in maths there was a set that was below me that had four kids in it, and that was, um, you know, like plug socket protectors in the walls type thing, and you know your teacher wore a high vis. It was, it was yeah. low, low ability. So um, I get the fact when he says, uh, you know, like the, it's basically simplistic lessons for him. So he continues, he says, they're all lovely and well-meaning, but they aren't going to trouble any GCSE examiners. I teach them science and this event occurred after we just recently covered the topic sexual reproduction. I was a little nervous about teaching it just in case I said the wrong thing and got labelled as a pedo, which makes you think, what on earth were they thinking they were going to say? You know what I mean? Because that's, that's more on him. For him to go, oh... I'm scared about teaching this in case they think I'm a... No. The only way they would think you're a pedo is if, one, you exposed yourself, yeah. or two, you're a pedo. So, like, <laughs> the fact that you're worried causes more problems, to be honest. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, you said about the trench coat. If a teacher came into a class with a trench coat and said, I'm going to show you an erection, I'd be like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Like, you wouldn't expect it to be the arm, would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mind you, mind you, I remember when we did sex ed, we actually got passed around an artificial ball bag, um, which was just literally just like a testicles, right? And you had to feel the testicles and find nodules on the balls inside, which helped you identify if you had testicular cancer. And I remember this sack getting passed around the room and it was like a purse. And it's just like a room full of boys because you're splitting into boys and girls, aren't you? And they're just all yeah. kind of like manipulating 
each of the testicles being like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad it was, it like, artificial and not just, oh, yeah. we played a bloke to come in for 50 yeah. quid for an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's Craig. Um. <laughs> but, like, I, I remember distinctly in Sex Education, they told us a horror story that two people had sex and they thought they were pregnant, but they wasn't because they were having sex in the belly button. My mate's a GP, and, and she actually had someone come in and explain to the fact he wasn't getting his wife pregnant. She said, well, explain to me exactly how you do it. And he pointed at her belly button, which was a bit worrying. And you think, well, no wonder why, because, you know what I mean? You, I don't know if he was in that the entire time or pulling out and finishing into it. Um, yeah. If he was in it the entire time, that is definitely an innie, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> otherwise that's going to be quite painful. Um <laughs> But yeah, hang on, right, so, yeah, so I, I was worried I said the wrong thing and get labelled as a pedo. Uh, I'd started the class off with an easy cotton stick, cotton stick activity, which um, I imagine was right up their street, um, when this very sweet lad, who's wide as he is tall, walked quietly up to my desk, looking slightly sheepish. Sir, you know when you ejaculate? Yes, James. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Already, I don't think this kid is not ungifted. The the eloquency in which he's gone up to his teacher and gone, Sir, do you know when you ejaculate? Like, I imagine him with a top hat and tails and the, the daily newspaper under his arm. What a, what a hero. Uh, it is, I, I, I forgot to mention, it is actually an all-boys school as well. Um, that, well so, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing how it kind of just pictures in your mind. So he says, yeah, sir, you know when you ejaculate, uh, yes, James, well, does it just, like, happen? Well, what do you mean? Does it just happen or can you make it happen? Uh, you know, I feel like this kid's he's at least interested in the subject, you know what I mean? He's asking the right questions, he's using the right terminology. Is um, he kind of asking in case it's just, like, magic? Like, it just comes and then... <laughs> Like, literally. Um, yeah. And then, like, oh, that's it. There you go. Like, you can't just... Is he saying, can you decide when... Is that his question? Yeah, that is his question. He's being quite genuine. Uh, it's a valid earnest. question. It is a valid question. So this is this is where it continues. Uh, he says, so what do you mean? Does it just happen or can you make it happen? Um, well, James, uh, at your age, it often happens overnight in what we sometimes call a wet dream. But as you get older... Now, I paused... Now, regardless of what some fundamental religious groups think, introduction into masturbation isn't on the national curriculum, which I think is true, you know what I mean? Because you have mm. got to work that one out for yourself. Um, it's, I, I don't know about you, I was never, I was never sat down and, um, and told, you know, there's, um, <laughs> there's, there's something you can do which can help you out. It was, it was, it was never covered. You just never discovered covered. it, didn't you? Well, yeah. I, I, you mate just mine, discovered it when you started humping cushions and was like, hey, oh, what's this? <laughs> What? And there's another way of doing it. Uh, and then, oh, there's techniques. Because I think, like, me and you were, were from an era where the... The 90s. Just started to get, <laughs> we just started to get phones. And I think about 10, 15 years... Well, God, yeah, 15, 20 years ago now, is when, when you was at that age, it was the first time ever you could Google and ask questions and search for stuff and do it all in your room on your phone without anyone else being able to see it. Not that it was anything bad, but, I mean, just that you could go on this journey of self-discovery. Yeah, like, I like instantly. how you've turned boys looking for porn into something quite poetic there, like this yeah, journey of yeah. self-discovery, you know, <laughs> as I find my dirty niche. 
But that's the truth. Like a mate of mine thought uh, wanking was when you just get a hard on. So like mm. when he was at school, um, the, like yeah, he, he was telling me about this that his friends would say like, "Oh, you wanking?" He'd be like, "Yeah, I do it all the time." But he just thought if you get a hard on, then you're wanking. But obviously, like, <laughs> so he's coming out to the next lesson going, oh, "Just had a wanking double mass." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's what I mean. It's like you, you, no one ever sits you down, and it'd be a weird conversation to have with your parents because you know you. You're quite literally opening the floodgates there, aren't you? Yeah. Um, and, but but yeah. the word the word wank, it it basically ex- explains the whole. That doesn't it wank like oh yeah I know what that is, like yeah well I think I yeah masturbation just feels it's very clinical in it you know what I mean um, and I know you've got to use it if you're in an educational setting but um, that was one of the funniest things in school was when w- w- there was a kid. Uh, who was going out? He he wasn't from our school, but he was from a different school, and his surname was Bates. And then yeah. we all found it hilarious <laughs> that he was clearly now called Master Bates. That, now that is like <laughs> that was a, that we cut my football manager has done that at school. And when you find that out, that is there's nothing funny. Like you can write, I can write material for the rest of my life. It'll never be as funny as as that was to everyone at school. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's it's. Uh... But these these kids are, you know, I thought, what's he said, year seven, so what's that, 11 years old? Mm. Um, so, yeah, he says, uh, he continues. <clears throat> uh, so I thought it's best to explain that as you get older, James, you can start to con- control it so it only happens when you want it to. Now, I dread to think the first time this poor lad finish- finishes... Sorry, uh, that's a lie. That's a uh, lie. <laughs> you can't control it on a bus sometimes. Oh, do you know what? You've That is unbelievably warm and relevant to this story. <laughs> Um, (laughs) because he says uh, (laughs) okay uh, one second warm and relevant when we're talking about masturbation yeah it's all on topic Um, he says so I thought it's best to explain him uh, explain to him that as you get older James you can start to control it so it only happens when you want it to now I dread to think the first time this poor lad finishes a tad prematurely and his mind travels back to the bastard of the science teacher who fucking lied to him. But it's best not to dwell. Um, he said, this seemed to satisfy his confusion. And with a newfound confidence, he said, OK, then, sir, I think I ejaculated at a bus stop this morning. <laughs> so when, as soon as you said on a bus, I thought this is unbelievably relevant. Now, they haven't specified in this story if it's a public or a private bus, you know what I mean, like a school bus. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if it is a public bus. I I have the image of a young 11-year-old boy at a bus stop with just like an old lady who's got a few bags of shopping and just his, his eyes have just crossed at the moment it's happened. Mm-hmm. And this old lady's kind of looked across at him and he, he is, you know, it's, a, it's his first time ejaculating, so he doesn't know what to do. Um, but I don't know if it's funnier that he's at a public bus or if he's on a school bus. Um, would, you, would, would you want to ejaculate and then get on a bus with your mates? Um... I'm trying to think. I think I think one of the first times I did was at school, like just in the playground. What you just like? I think just shot your bolt. I think. I think <laughs> a girl kissed. I think a girl kissed me. And that but and I'm that's not, Jesus Christ, Jack. That's a I'm low threshold. Sure, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm sure something like oh, that's just the the, the, the and so I, I thought that a girl was kissed you and you. You spat your load. No, I don't think I did because no, that can't have happened because surely you need yeah. 
I can't. You know, but I'm just trying to. I'm trying to think of the logic of him suddenly. It just boom because it just doesn't just boom. I know like, that's what, what I what I've just said is a logical reason. When you yeah, knew, yeah. oh, kiss someone, they might get a tad excited. Um, but it, if he's just stood there and gone, that yeah. here it comes. Like that, that, that. There must have been something. At like the it come out like a fart. You know what I mean? Yeah, just really, yeah. yeah. Not that it would have been weird if it sounded like one. <laughs> Extremely weird. Then I would be worried. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's um. It's not specified, um, but however you look at it, it's a sticky situation, that's what I'd say. Right, um, he says, right, okay. So uh, what makes you think that? Uh, confusion, panic, safeguarding, don't lose your job, all running through my head. Well, it felt like I was weeing, but I definitely wasn't weeing. Okay, then. Um, have you been to the toilet since you got to school? No, sir. Okay, then. I suggest you nip to the loo and have a check. If you've ejaculated, then you might see a kind of white sticky substance in a moment that felt completely normal. Uh, in a moment, in the moment, sorry, this felt completely a uh, completely normal sentence to say. But typing it out now seems totally bonkers. As I think back to that random Tuesday morning at 9.30am when I explained what fresh ejaculate looked like to a confused 11-year-old oh. boy. <laughs> I cannot stress enough that I'm actually a teacher and have a DBS check. So, do you know that moment when... Again, um, this guy is explaining that way too much. Like, he's, he's covering <laughs> his... You know, I've been DBS checked. It was, it was at this time. I have an alibi. I was here. It's, it's just... Do you not think, like, ejaculate is a word that sounds exactly as it is? It's what, you know what people I mean? say to me when I'm not on time. Hey, ejaculate. <laughs> Oh fucking hell! <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so he continues. Off he plodded, and I went back to the class to check on what seemed like now completely irrelevant and boring physics shit. I'm ashamed to say it, but I was excited to find out what was in this little boy's pants. Right, do you know that right, moment? Again, direct quote from him. After what we, I mean, we're joking. I don't want this man to come and beat me up. When I say beat up, I mean punch me on my arm. Um, like, okay, carry on, carry on. I don't know. Well, I, don't know what, I, I, I just think the moment when he said, where was it, up the top, about how he didn't want to say anything from fear he of He said being, up the top. Uh, from fear of being labelled a pedo to, yeah. to say the fact that he was looking forward to what was in this little boy's pants. Um, but, mm, now, I get what he mean. I get that, because he, he's... He's invested in the story now. That's what he means. Just to clap. Yeah, think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, and I definitely. hope that's what he means. He's invested in finding the, the conclusion to this story. That's what that's what he means. For, for yeah. legal reasons, I believe yeah. that's what he means. Anything different is this, that is may, this what you're or may say not come out in the future. When you represent him in court. Yes. <laughs> this is exactly what he meant. It was all a laugh. This is why this podcast is, is, is anonymous, you know what I mean? Uh, so I wish I was anonymous said, now. If this, <laughs> I give the support. This well, mate, you just openly told everyone you shot your load in a playground after a girl kissed you. Um, so you know, uh, I think your career's <laughs> finished. And that was um, twenty nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Okay. He says. Um, I waited with bated breath, which uh, is a fantastic image. Uh, and when he returned, I gave him a curious look and simply said. And he said, well, 
it might have been sticky. I was expecting a resolution, but what I received was a riddle. To me, something is sticky or it isn't. I have never heard or thought of the possibility of a non-binary sticky grey area. And, you know, you got to think this guy's a science teacher too. So, you know, he knows a lot about mm. the elemental chart, but maybe this kid has just found a new, uh, a new compound. Um, I don't know if that's the right word. I was, I was, I got asked what an atom was in year nine science revision and nearly had a fucking nosebleed. So, um, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So he says, um, I asked some follow-up questions and now this is my favorite bit, right? I did ask some follow-up questions like, did you rub yourself up against anything beforehand? <laughs> Why on earth has this suddenly turned into mastermind? Like, <laughs> the rest of the class ain't going on. This kid's come to the front and he's gone, dun, 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 <laughs> Did you have a wank in a bush? Like, specific question, subjects. pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's asking an 11-year-old boy, did you rub yourself up against anything beforehand? <laughs> And you said um, this was a private boys' school. Yeah, it's an all boys' school. Uh, not private, just all boys' school. They've um, okay. uh, they've not. Yeah, they've, it might. Be, I thought it might be private. They've just said all boys' school. Um, to try and get to the bottom of why. Uh, so I asked a follow-up question: Did you rub yourself up against anything beforehand to try and get to the bottom of what had happened? But I couldn't crack the case, even with all that DNA evidence. Um, <laughs> um, right, I have no idea what happened that morning to this little boy. Was it his first accidental orgasm that led to a strange and debilitating fetish for public transport? Or was it merely a warm, leaky bladder that felt comforting on a cold winter's day? Warm, leaky bladder and accidental uh, orgasm. What brilliant name for metal bands while we're here. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I, that's... <laughs> Uh, warm leaky bladder yeah they sound like they would have a very good start to the career and then trail off after about three years and you know what i mean you'd be like you'd be seeing him doing a botlins you're like isn't that warm leaky bladder yeah 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 first album was great second one was shit um right he says uh uh it's a question they don't, they don't get to perform much anymore now the kids are here yeah <laughs> right he's gone um it's a question that will no doubt haunt me for the rest of my days um, along with the three following statements. It happened at a bus stop. It felt like a wee, but it wasn't. And it might be sticky. That's my story. They've then added, just at the bottom here, uh, I did follow this up with a proper safeguarding ways in case anyone starts worrying. I emailed his form tutor with the subject line, James has ejaculated at a bus stop, <laughs> expecting a response, but none was forthcoming. I can only assume that they thought it was spam or the ravings of a clearly delusional pervert who had hacked the school system. <laughs> <laughs> that, that for me, was... I, I, I've, I've never heard anything like that, right? Like, ever. I've never been in a lesson where that's happened, and I've never heard a teacher ask another student, did you rub yourself up against anything beforehand? I, I, I don't think that... I think that story must happen... On a daily basis, every single year and every single term of a new like generation of kids coming in, and and it's a it's a what 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 that story that I thought this was going to be kind of like an embarrassing story about the kid, the kid there, absolute charm, nice guy, he's going to go on and have a good career, but that <laughs> teacher, he didn't know what to say, and that the, well, the, well, he, yeah, but what what would you say in that situation? 
I wouldn't say anything. So, right, if a, if a kid come up to you, and what was the first thing he said? So you're sat at your desk doing your work, and I come across to you, and I say, Sir, you know when you ejaculate, you, you just ignore me? No, I'd go, I'm a stand-up comedian from all what you're coming up to me in this cafe for. That's what I'd say. <laughs> but no, tell me what you do. If an 11-year-old boy said, uh, um, Mr. Gledo, um, I, uh, you know when you ejaculate? <laughs> you went, hey, um, <laughs> how do you know about that? <laughs> what would you say? Because if a kid said that to me, I'd, I'd be curious. I'd be like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you, so what's the question again? Sir, you know when you ejaculate, what would you do in that situation? So, like, I think this teacher's kind of dealt with it pretty, Sir, pretty what well. what do you do? So, the question is, what do you do when you ejaculate? No, uh, no what, what did he say? He said, sir, you know when you ejaculate. So, like, sir, you know when you ejaculate. Yeah, you, you'd, right, okay, let, let's do it. Let's do the scenario now. Right, okay. I'm, I'm the teacher, you're the boy. Right, okay. Okay. So, sir, you know when you ejaculate? Uh, yes, Harry. <laughs> Forgot your name then. <laughs> um, the pressure of being a teacher, you know, three years at university doing a teaching degree just stressed me out then. Sorry, right, start again. Right. Uh, so, sir, you know when you ejaculate? Uh, yes, uh, Harry, I do, yes. Right, well, do, does it just happen? It, it depends, Harry. Like um, it, it might be because uh, you're, you're aroused by something, because you, you, you like something, or, or sometimes, uh, uh, like something at your age, uh, it, it can happen during the night. Right. Okay. Uh, but can you like con- control it? Uh, yes. Sometimes you can control it. Sometimes you can't control it. Right. Okay. Because I think I come at a bus stop this morning. Okay, Harry. Um, yeah, that that that's just one of those times when you probably you, can't control it. Do you, do you know what would be more worrying is if he went. I think I've just come right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> then, but if he's in the bus stop, this. I think if I was drinking tea at the time, I'd probably spit the tea out. Like, <laughs> and then he'd probably go, "Yeah, it was like that." Like, <laughs> weren't as warm. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's like I I, I think. It's one of them. Where... Yeah, he has he has handled it well, but it he he handled it well up to the point where he went go check in the top. Like I don't think that probably needed to happen. Maybe like is that putting too much pressure on the kid then to be more confused about what's happened? Or I think to to just go right, that's fair enough, nice one, enjoy your day. But the thing is that that, what do you mean? that is. It's difficult time, isn't it? And I don't but, envy him. What a job he had! Like fair play yeah, but, to you, my friend. That job of teaching kids about that subject must 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 pose so many challenges and be difficult. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he did I, handle it well to yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like if a kid said that to me, right? I think I've come. I think I think I think I've come out of bus stop this morning. You, yeah, you'd want to you'd want to quiz like, well, you know, do you feel different like in mm. your pants and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, and bear in mind, this, this conversation's happening at the front of the class, you know what I mean? Like, this, this kids, the rest of the nurture group are, you know, I don't know, doing whatever. But, but what, like, what, this might, what if that kid at that point had just stopped, because kids, like, flip from different conversation to different conversation. What if he's, he's ended that sex chat, he's asked about it, then he's got another question, or he's, he's just telling the teacher, I come on the bus this morning, he might have just been telling him, 
That's how he got to school that morning. I come on the bus this morning. And then all of a sudden, this teacher's asking him all these weird and strange questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, that's the way to look at it. But it's a fact he said he, 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 he did it at a bus stop, which... Um, which makes me think, like... And when he said... When he, again, when he said bus stop, does he mean in his pants? Well, no, no. He, like, he, he was stood at a bus stop, and that's where he ejaculated. That's what I mean, but he didn't ejaculate on the bus stop. Like... Uh, no, that, mate, that would have been... Yeah, imagine that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> do, the do, Freddo's do you know what... advert that was in... Do, do you remember... The, the, they still have them at bus stops, the, the advertisement things that are on, are yeah, on yeah, the bus yeah, stop. Yeah, 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 on the reels that come Just on the, on the reel thing, yeah. Yeah. Are you out of further And to head? be fair, yeah, to be fair, some of them, I remember especially, like, when we were kids, some of the, when, when they would change pictures, some of them pictures, like, especially the advertising campaigns, they, they can be of attractive women uh, and men. Like, that, that is mainly what advertising campaigns are. So, as a kid, at a bus stop, at that age, probably perfectly, like, a normal situation to be at, surely? Uh. I think it's normal to be at a bus stop at that age, but to be spunky in your pants um, and not Again, understanding... Again, another great it. metal band. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I, I just think um, there's a lot of mystery to it, and maybe that's the magic of the story, you know what I mean? Like, we don't actually... We don't know as much as this kid doesn't know what's happened in his pants. Um, yeah, And, yeah. you know, nor will, nor will anyone else, um, <laughs> apart from some very confused people who were stood at the bus stop with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I just I, I'm finishing these off with basically teacher or the student. What a right? brilliant, brilliant know, yeah. way to, to phrase Jesus. that, Harry. Yeah, um, I'm finishing finishing this off. Um, I'm finishing these off with uh, teacher or the student, right? So I'm going to ask yourself um, uh, to pick a side. Essentially, who do you think to come out best on this? Who do you like? Now we've weighed up all the options, okay. talked about all the facts and stuff. Um, I've got I've definitely got my side. Uh, but takes yeah. you know no um, no pressure. Uh, but for me, I think I think the teacher. I think they've handled that like an absolute pro. Um, I think the teacher has handled it perfectly. But I think that I, I, I quite literally I like the balls on that kid because the, the confidence, <laughs> the confidence he had to ask that question, which is quite a that's a question. I know when you're a kid at that age. Is a question you're like, oh, you're confused. Yeah. So I think it's brilliant that he has the confidence to go speak to the teacher and ask stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, but if and, he was... and if he eat the other thing is he might have been fucking with that teacher. I, I, I mean, I don't mean, I mean, yeah, like mentally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell, before before we get any more libelous complaints, <laughs> um, like he might have gone, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, do a trick and see, see how he plays this game. Um, so yeah, I think I think. I think the kid has pulled a, pulled a fast one uh, on yeah. the teacher. Mate, you, you tell you what, was... they're, they're coming out with you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to make the actual sound as well. Uh, <laughs> but that's what I mean. I just think that would be a difficult conversation to have with your kid, you know what I mean? And that kid's 11 years old, so it's sweet. I wouldn't even ask my dad that now, and I'm 26 and he's 60. Like, I can't even imagine going and saying, Dad, do you know when you ejaculate at the bus stop? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I do it all the time." Um, yeah. So I met your mum. <laughs> Ever since when they had them Linda Lusardi billboards, <laughs> get on the back of the head. That's why the seats are so sicky, lad. All right, sit down. Um, but yeah, I just think uh, teachers handled that like an absolute pro. Um, so who side are you? Uh, 
Uh, I'll go on the... Well, no, I don't think there's a side here, is there? Because th- no-one's done anything bad. Well, it's not a case of... it's. Yeah, I'm just... I, I, I like this as a little element to the show of as I go on with the episodes, we'll see. We'll just see how it balances out because... A lot of the stories that are coming in, or well, all the stories that are coming in, are coming in from teachers. So you know what I mean. It's it's we're, we're looking at the facts of it all, having a bit of a laugh about it. But I think yeah, yeah this kid has been quite confident to go up there um, and and you know and ask uh, sir, you know, when you ejaculate, because if he was sixteen, it'd be a bit predatory, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the fact, um, you know, he's 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 a young man and uh, he's asking a very uh, earnest question um, in quite an innocent manner, and I think um, the teacher has handled that pretty well. Um, but you know there is still that big question mark of what the fuck happened at that bus stop. <laughs> what a beautiful! Like, I, but I like that mystery. What happened at that bus stop? Like, leave it at that. I think there we go. Yeah. Like, bus stop four two nine. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just got a picture of like a bus shelter with shattered glass and just a big spunk bullet in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, thank you very much, mate, for for coming on the podcast. Um, much appreciated. Uh, well, I haven't, um, and <laughs> thank you. <laughs> a few people have joined this episode, but I haven't. Um, it's been it's been a joy, uh, Harry. Thanks for having me. Not, I'll be honest. Not when you asked me to come do a podcast uh, talking about school days and that. I thought it'd be a nice like trip down memory lane for me. Um, I didn't think it'd be a story about a teacher. Um, who kept professing the fact that he wasn't a paedophile and a child that was masturbating. Like, that, that isn't what I thought today was going to be about. But um, I think I think we've put the world to rights in, in this, in what, <laughs> what is clearly a very important issue. You know, there's all these podcasts out there. That, 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 there's people with opinions, people trying to change the world. And all we're doing is talking about what happens when you're at school. And I think that's brilliant. Right, nice. That 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 felt sincere, <laughs> but at the same time, I was expecting a joke to come in at the end of it. But but saying that, I'm not fucking doing it again. All right. <laughs> um, but no, uh, nice one, mate. Thank you very much for coming on. And um, is there anything you want to hype quickly? Hype. Um, that's the thing now, isn't it? People. Are, well, well, I can't like sell tickets to things because I'm, I'm not. I'm not touring. Um, I'm. I'm not. I'm, like none of us are working, but depending actually, the, the, so people might be listening to this in the future. So if you listen to this in the future, follow me on the internet. Um, follow me uh, on the. Uh, my, my name's Jack Gledo. That's Gledo as in Meadow, not Gledo as in the teacher from this episode. And um, so <laughs> you you can follow me uh, on on all those socials. Uh, and sometimes I post up, sometimes I do. Uh, and then in the future, maybe, maybe we can meet and you, you can tell me about the time you masturbated at a bus stop. That's it. First episode done. Loads of fun there with Jack Gledo. Um, thank you very much for the teacher that sent that story in because this is exactly what this podcast is about, you know, the mystery of some lad spunking in his pants and confronting you in the middle of a lesson about it. I mean, that's perfect. Uh, loads of fun. Um, and please subscribe as well because I've got loads more episodes coming up. It'd be even better if you could leave us a review, you know, because then it means other people can like find the podcast, um, tell your mates about it as well. And if you know a teacher, get them involved. Get him, get him to get in touch with me. Uh, staffroompod at gmail.com. Get him to send me my stories and I'll keep bringing you more episodes. I've got loads lined up, but I am always on the lookout for more teachers. Also, as well, if you want to get involved, right, 
you can let me know uh, wherever you find us, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. But let me know what side you're on, right? The teacher or the student. I'm going to do this for for every episode and just kind of see how it how it tots up over the weeks. Um, but yeah, just having a bit of fun in it. And uh, if you've got any like memorable experiences from school, whether it be nicknames or I don't know, like school trips you went on, rumours or like runnings with teachers that you had. Um, let me know because I'm going to start reading them out on episodes uh, just to just to add a little uh, add a little bit to it because I've had a few sent in to me and uh, they've been great. But thanks very much for listening. I'm 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 well happy the fact this has started and uh, dead excited to see where it goes. So uh, please 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 keep subscribing and listening uh, because I've got loads of great episodes next week on Friday. I've got Pete Selwood and Jack Carroll, two very funny comedians and again good mates of mine. It's Andy in it, knowing comedians. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hear about a supply teacher that had an absolute nightmare. So uh, we'll see you next week, three pm. Uh, but until then, look after yourselves and take it easy. podcast is produced by Harry Stakini, artwork by Poppy Spinks and soundtrack by James McGraw.